You're now listening to the Deep Edge Podcast with your host, technology expert Ray Moda, giving you the rundown on telecom, cloud, and all things business and tech. This is the Deep Edge Podcast. Let's go! Hello, this is Ray Moda, and welcome to the Deep Edge Podcast. In a previous episode, I talked about the COVID-19 impact on the telecom market, as well as discuss some things going on regarding the vertical industries and economic outlook and how GDP, unemployment, and different verticals and stock markets are being impacted. And some of the potentials recovery are going to depend on government's reaction to this pandemic. And as, as this pandemic continues, I've been getting a tremendous amount of inquiries from service providers and large enterprise about ways to simplify, ways to automate their existing network. And one of the key things that I always bring up is segment routing. And I often wonder how their networks would have looked and would have behaved during this pandemic if they had enabled an end-to-end segment routing network before the lockdown. But one of the things that I want to talk about during this particular podcast is that during these challenging times, I'm suggesting three important areas to focus on and consider. So number one is making the network more robust. Number two, custom fitting the network to applications need. And then number three, squeezing more out of your network, especially with the unpredictability of this uh, traffic and going, especially people moving at home. And there's going to be a new norm. And how do you move forward and have more operational efficiency? So I'll first start off with that. Maybe take a step back for those that aren't as familiar with segment routing is that there are tremendous amount of misconceptions and misunderstanding about segment routing. It doesn't really replace MPLS. Segment routing is a control plane protocol that replaces the need for LDP, RSVP, and it simplifies the network. MPLS is still the data plane and that's still being used. So picture segment routing has similar characteristic mixture, right, of LDP for labeling and RSVP for traffic engineering. So it can be replaced in both. So a good way to explain it from an academia perspective is segment routing is a source-based routing technology that enables IPMPLS and IPv6 networks to run easier by eliminating these resource-heavy signaling protocols of MPLS and moving the intelligence to the source and the edge of the traffic, which removes complexities of the network. So the first consideration is making the network more robust. So thanks to technology like topology-independent loop-free alternative, or some people just call it TI-LFA, is whenever and wherever a node or link fails in the network, connectivity could be restored within a 50 millisecond cycle, right? And segment routing increases the network resiliency because of that. So with segment routing, not only are you able to have automated 50 millisecond protection and guarantee services through disjointed path, but you are also able to remove our SVP and LDP and use things like PCE or IGP, which, which allow much greater efficiency and simplification of the network. So a good way to make the network robust. It's also important to note that there have been continuous improvement in some resilience and mechanisms in IPMPLS network regarding RSVP, TE, uh, fast reroute, uh, loop-free alternative and remote uh, LFA, which 
which has seen some wide adoption, right? But although these mechanisms have improved somewhat, they don't really compare much because they can't offer the guarantee of 100% coverage for all failure scenario. And it's, it's not uncommon to see LFA coverage on a path that is a, a suboptimal. Segment routing solves this issue of micro loops that may happen in an LFA. So segment routing basically utilizes a topology LFA that it can provide a loop-free guarantee coverage against link nodes and local share risk link groups or SRLG failures in 100% of the cases. Now let's talk about the second topic, which is related to custom fitting the network to application needs. I, I think this is a really important one, specifically with what's going on, right? Is that a good way to talk about this is first understand how things are being done today and some of the challenges. And, and what we see in a lot of situations with a lot of customers is that, let's say for instance, you have a service provider in the middle and you've got a data center or an end customer that needs to send information to a certain user or deliver certain services. And what happens is these particular customers have a requirement where they say we might have voice data uh, or just say voice and video or something which requires a high level of low latency just because the quality needs to be controlled, right? So what the service provider ends up doing is traffic engineering within their service provider network of all the nodes and able to meet the requirements of the SLAs, whether they're using RSVP. And it takes a lot of work to do that because some of these networks are extremely large. It could be hundreds or thousands of nodes from that area, but that's something we've been doing for years and it's, it's worked well, right? But what's starting to happen now is more and more of these customers are becoming extremely dynamic, specifically their applications. And all of a sudden, before you know it, the customer's changing some of the requirements and they might all of a sudden have a need to have an application that requires uh, let's say high bandwidth uh, or some other requirements. And what the service provider ends up doing is going through the same scenarios, creating another tunnel and, and hopping, hopping. And this could be a tedious uh, process to do because they're working within the service provider network. And what ends up happening over time, and I've heard this from a lot of different vendors, is that all of a sudden the service provider has all these tunnels that have been created. And in many cases, they have no idea whether the customer is using or not. In some cases, the traffic not might be, no traffic might be going through that network, right? So the service provider ends up being in a situation or in some cases, even the large enterprise saying, I don't want to touch that because it might be my job on the line, right? So you end up getting a tremendous amount of these unnecessary tunnels within the network, which creates a big problem. So what we need to do in this case is how do, how do we make the network have more visibility? Because right now, the only visibility in the network is an IP or an IP port number. That is the maximum info I get from the application. That's all the visibility the service provider has, right? So, so due to this lack of visibility, the service provider you know, cannot create changes dynamically and their hands are somewhat tied. Uh, these, these examples I see more and more and the problem that we face here, specifically with this pandemic, even with LDP or RSVP, these, these are becoming more and more real problem, right? Now, there's technology like application engineering routing, which is a solution, 
which will do the engineering into the network, right? Based on applications need, not as poor what the requirement configures, right? So basically AER allows uh, application, it requires application of course, right? It requires uh, a software defined controller and it requires, I would say, uh, a segment routing enable network, right? And, and the best part is that no new hardware is needed in this network. You just have to enable, right, these, these routers to be segment routing capable, right? Whether you're using whatever vendor operating system for that area to, to do that. So it's not really a rip and replace in a lot of cases. So, so the role that ends up playing is that with this SDN controller, you don't have to have a full complete orchestration controller, right? You can use things like PCE or XTC controllers, right? So if you want application integration, you have to have an SDN controller, right? So that in these applications, you either have that, whether they reside in your data center, you need an API to be able to connect to that SDN controller. And then that SDN controller will give you the visibility into that service provider network, as well as using protocols, whether you're using BGP, uh, link state, and, and these protocols are used uh, to share network information to the controller. So the controller ends up having this visibility of the network, right? So the need to have this end-to-end -end segment routing enable, the controller will have all the information of the entire network and be able to find the best optimal path, right? So the application is integrated within this SDN controller and, and this controller will fetch, will fetch, listen to this, it will fetch the needs for that application. And the example that I use where you need that, that uh, low latency application where you normally would build this tunnel, it will know that this application needs low latency uh, or in the other example that I use, which is an application using high bandwidth, it will know that uh, from that piece. So segment routing will allocate a unique ID. Some people call it a SID or segment ID to which in every node, no prefix and no path, right? So it will create this SID for each router, right? So by having that intelligence point of view, now you have an intelligent network that has visibility of the application. And the concept is changing so that now the application has a packet, right, with an SID list of what the recommended best path is for that network. So in the past, we used to have destination-based route, which is based on IP address. Now it's moving from our source-based routing, and source means I really only need, right, where I want it to go, and I only want to know where I want to go. So since we're not talking uh, since we're not, I would say, asking that router for the information on the network, the routing processing is reduced and the role is reduced from that part of it because the router is not deciding where to go. The packet has already decided where it needs to go through the controller. And based on its uh, IGP information, 
it, it will know where router A, router B, and from what hop it needs to go. So this IGP, you know, you have that capability, to have the reachability. So the router no longer needs to say, hey, which path do we need to take? Which tunnels do we need to take? So from an operational point of view, we talk a lot about some of the CapEx constraints in this situation, right? This is a way to eliminate your operations costs and reduce the operations need for that because the router no longer needs to say where that path is and the packet is asking, where do I go next? It becomes much easier that the service provider doesn't have to bother uh, with any application they are using. They only configure the controller with that application. So think about now when you start implementing tools with automation. So it has automation tools, right, that are in there which can auto discover the, the application into your data center or wherever it's residing, uh, which doesn't need to get a lot of integration complexity, right? You able to integrate a level of automation. So, so now this forwarding mechanism uh, tradition, which was very complex and hard to support, has become somewhat easy now. So the role of, of segment routing is by allocating this SID value and the controller will use these SIDs uh, value to control the path, which is amazing, right? Because if we look at these SIDs, right, in the past compared to LDP or RSVP, they just use traditional uh, labeling, right? Now we're using uh, per prefix base, right? So we could view the SID values just like MPLS labels. So once the segment routing is enabled end to end, your SID values will be used for forwarding the packet. Applications will be configured with controllers. Segment routing will use the existing IGP signaling. No dedicated signaling is required, which makes it lighter and easier to troubleshoot. And troubleshooting becomes important because now you're just troubleshooting IGP. So I'll summarize this section by saying segment routing is seminal to end-to-end -end network slicing implementation and customer applications can be mapped to network slices according to the SLA expressed by the application. Simplifying your network and tying it to applications needs. And the last piece that I talked about is squeezing more out of your network. Well, in order to do that, you need to have better visibility of the network. And using an SDN controller with segment routing expands traffic engineering capabilities. For example, you can set up end-to-end -end policies across independent domains, data center, metro, access, backbone domain. And so it allows for, for complex protocol conversions between these network domain and brings a higher level of scalability in the network so you're able to understand and run the networks hotter, right? So another part of it is that you can look at traffic matrix collection is key to successful traffic engineering and capacity planning. Traffic collection is complex in current IP networks because it can involve a lot of configurations of the nodes, which takes a lot of resources and personnel and increases your operation. Uh, traffic counters are enabled by using NetFlow, SNMP, uh, MIB1, MIB2, the variety of MIBs, and the data is collected and sent to a central engine to process, giving a report to this traffic matrix. Very, 
very complex, right? Uh, when segment routing is enabled in this end-to-end -end network, traffic collection process is automated. Therefore, by making the traffic engineering becomes really simple and capacity planning process becomes extremely convenient. So by having segment routing with a centralized controller, it makes sense as a core of the network because it becomes somewhat already stateless, right? Uh, and the controller can further take away these path computational burdens off the edge nodes, enabling an end-to-end -end control multiple domain access, which becomes important, right? So as part of this is you're able to run the networks hotter, segment routing advanced engineering capabilities becomes an important aspect to allow the service providers to do dynamic reroute of traffic leading to increased network usage, whether you want to run as high as 80% or more. And, and only with segment routing, you can deliver traffic engineering at scale because you've got this centralized control visibility of the network. So I'd like to summarize by saying we talked about, and I'm getting a lot of requests on segment routing, a lot of questions on automation. And because of this pandemic that's going on, we need to take a step back and understand to say, how do we understand the network better? How do we look at present mode of operations and change the status quo because our status quo is changing? And in this particular podcast, I'm suggesting segment routing is an option for that. Now, what we'll do going forward is I'm going to have further podcasts uh, associated with segment routing because I just received so many inquiries on it relating by having experts in here. I'm going to have some service providers and I'm going to have some some future thinking characteristics related to 5G and a few other areas. So I'd like to close with by saying stay safe and thanks for joining the Deep Edge podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Deep Edge Podcast. Make sure to follow Ray Moda on Twitter and LinkedIn at rmoda. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. Want even more? Head over to acgcc.com to access exclusive bonus content. Till next time.